three, two, one, go. What's up, everybody? I'm Juan Antonio, and thank you very much for listening to 5 Minutes of Faith. Well, it's been a pretty good last two weeks. I've uh, managed to catch this little cold, and that's why I wasn't able to record a new episode over the weekend, because I was not feeling the greatest. But I got to chill and uh, just uh, watch some football over the weekend. Um, it was, a, it was yeah, an interesting weekend of football. Um, my charges got knocked out a while back, so I can't really like, you know, I can't really root for anybody, but you know, I'm glad, uh, that, uh, it's going to be the chiefs and Eagles in the Super Bowl, and I'm expecting a good, good game. Um, other than that, I wrapped up my, or Nicole and I wrapped up our 21 day fast and man, let me tell you, I felt the Lord moving that fast. Like I haven't felt a move in a long time. And, um, yeah, it, it was, it was kind of crazy. So I'll, I'll talk about a couple of instances. Um, the first instance that I could think of was that I was in the kitchen making coffee for Nicole and I, and, uh, I normally put on my earbuds every morning to listen to worship music. And I was like, Oh man, I forgot my earbuds and I can't listen to worship right now. And, um, I, felt the Holy Spirit just say, Hey, um, so do you listen to worship in the mornings because you want to worship or because you're uncomfortable with the silence? And I was like, Ooh, Whoa, (laughs) Whoa, that was, uh, that was a pretty, uh, rude awakening, uh, in the morning. So I've been practicing being more in silence, uh, and just really trying to focus on what the Lord is saying to me. Um, also, um, I had a, uh, I, I received a really, really awesome text message, uh, from a dear friend of mine. Her name is June. June, thank you very, very much for listening. Um, but that text message really confirmed that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing for the Lord with this podcast. So thank you very, very, very much, June. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, that, that really meant the world to me. Uh, and it was no surprise that it was during the fast that I received that. And lastly, I have a crazy story. So, um, at work, I was assigned, um, the largest account that uh, we have. I wish I could tell you the name of the account, but I'm sure everybody that is listening right now has actually used this product um, probably on a daily basis. Um, but anyways, um, I was assigned that account and <laughs> at first, you know, I got down on my knees and I almost like cried because, um, nine years ago when I started in the industry that I'm in now, um, the CDN industry, I, uh, told myself and I prayed that I would be a strategic account manager and that I would manage, the largest account in my company, uh, fast forward to nine years later. Um, I'm not at the same company anymore, but the Lord did answer my prayer. Um, and with that came, uh, an attack from the enemy cause I can't call it nothing else. And I seriously felt this huge inadequacy where I literally, everything that I bragged about in the past of God pulling me through, 
was like being fired in my mind against me. So it was like, wait a minute, you don't even have a college degree. Do you understand that your high school accumulative GPA was a 1.65? And now you got the eyes of your entire company looking at you managing this account. Oof, good luck with that. Oof, you know. Um, so, you know, I had those thoughts for about two days and then finally, um, I decided to just get up and like change my environment and go work from a, from a coffee shop. And sure enough, I Google Starbucks near, uh, Sprout supermarket cause I had to go pick up some ice cream. Um, and when I go to, uh, look it up, I'm, you know, I'm driving towards, you know, the, the Starbucks near the Sprouts and sure enough, the Starbucks is actually inside a Target and I didn't want to work in there. So I Googled another, uh, um, Starbucks drive to it. And sure enough, that Starbucks is inside of another grocery store. So I was like, what the heck is going on here? And all during this time, I called two churches so that somebody could pray with me. Um, but God had other plans. So I ended up going to this other cafe, uh, which was down the street from that Starbucks. And sure enough, as soon as I walk up to the cafe, I look to my left and there's this dude mentoring this other young dude. And as soon as I like walk past them, I just heard them mention God. And I was like, Oh, cool. Like this dude is here mentoring this dude, like, you know, about the Lord. And, um, I just felt the Holy spirit, like, Hey dude, go ask him to pray for you. And once he was done mentoring, I just got his attention. I was like, look, man, I, I know this is weird. I know this is kind of odd, but, uh, I'm feeling extremely inadequate for the position that I'm in for work now. And I just need prayer. And he follows it up with, Hey man, you know, what's crazy is that I normally go to a different coffee shop on the other side of town, but for some reason, I just felt like I needed to come here today. Oof, let me tell you, when he said that, it was like, God, not, now you're just showing off, Lord, but thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, just just know that God has a plan. And with all of that being said, I wanted to talk to, of today about Joseph from the book of Genesis. I'm actually um, not, well, I'll read a scripture, a verse uh, this time around because the story of Joseph is actually really long uh, and what he goes through. So let me encourage you to read uh, Genesis chapters 39 through 46. It is crazy, but I'll give you like the bullet points right now. So Joseph was one of 12 kids. He was uh, Joseph one of 12 kids and he was the firstborn for uh, his dad, Jacob, for like, so let me back up a little bit. Jacob had two wives, Rachel and Leah. And the Bible says that uh, Leah, um, Leah was just, you know, she, 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 didn't have kind eyes uh, is what the Bible says. So I don't know what that means. It could mean she was cross-eyed or whatever, you know, but, oh, I should have laughed. That's mean. But anyways, um, he was tricked into marrying uh, Leah, but he really wanted to marry Rachel. So then uh, 
Leia starts popping out all kinds of kids and she pops out 10 kids. And then Leia um, or Rachel finally has uh, a boy, Joseph, and another boy, Benjamin. And um, his dad, Jacob, really, really loved uh, those two boys, especially after uh, Rachel had passed away. Um, so, you know, he showed favor and preference for Joseph and Benjamin and especially Joseph because he was the oldest. So he went as far as even giving Joseph like this really colorful cloak. Um, and then Joseph had a dream that he was ruling over his brothers. And then he turned around and told his brothers after they knew that he had preferential treatment over the rest of them. So what they did um, was they made a plan to kill him. But then. Um, the oldest one was like, no, let's not kill him. Let's just, you know, th- just throw him in a pit. So they threw him in a pit and they sold him to uh, slavery. And sure enough, that's where our story will pick up. So he was sold into slavery. And um, while he's ens- enslaved, he actually gains favor with Potiphar and he just kind of starts moving up and he does so well um, that they just, you know, like he becomes like Potiphar's right hand man. All when, while all this is happening, uh, Potiphar's Potiphar's wife gets, uh, you know, finds an attraction towards uh, Joseph and she's like, makes many attempts to try to sleep with them. And if I'm being honest, open and transparent, this is actually what I admire about Joseph the most um, because he was a young, good looking guy and he was able to resist the temptation of a woman who, you know, wanted to sleep with him. Um, it goes uh, so far to say that at one point he went to the house and she was there waiting for him and there was nobody around and she grabbed him. So when she grabbed him, he literally slipped off of his clo- his cloak And she actually then turned around, told the people um, at the palace uh, where they were um, that he tried to take advantage of her and he ended up in jail. So who we what a predicament, right? You do the right thing and you end up going to jail Um, while he's in jail. uh, He has, you know, he's well, before he, he was in jail, he's been given the gift of being able to interpret dreams so while he's in jail, there's these two servants uh, that are in jail with them. And one's like the cupbearer for the uh, for Pharaoh. And then the other one is the uh, baker for Pharaoh. And these two were very important people because, you know, the cupbearer was the one who made sure that things weren't poisoned for Pharaoh. And the same thing with the baker, too. Um, so he, you know, they, they were troubled because they had these dreams and he interprets both of their dreams. And then the baker, he ends up telling uh, the cupbearer he was going to get his job back. And then he ends up telling the baker that he was going to get beheaded and that the birds were going to eat his head. And that's exactly what happened. The cupbearer got his job back and then the baker ended up getting beheaded. And, um, this dude like completely forgets about Joseph. (laughs) And then two years later, Pharaoh has this like nightmare and he's trying to figure out what is happening. And then finally the cupbearer goes, Oh wait, by the way, I know this dude, Joseph that interpreted my dreams and exactly like what he said would happen, happened. So let's get him out. So he goes and he, um, requests for Joseph. Joseph goes and like shaves his, like he, he shaves his beard, shaves his head. And cause you know, 
uh, Egyptians had this thing for like men had to be like fully shaved, like head and beard, all of that, which kind of shows you like, you know, Joseph was a hardworking and also like he obliged to the rules because things could have gone wrong if Joseph would have said, what he wants me to do. He, he has me in prison. He wants me to shave off my beard and my head. And anyways, that just speaks a lot to, um, to, to, to Joseph's commitment to uh, being a true man of God. So um, with that, Joseph just ends up getting favor and he becomes like the governor of, uh, of this town, of this town in like Egypt, right? Then uh, he interprets his, well, he interprets his dreams for Pharaoh and it's like seven years of prosperity followed by seven years of famine, and sure enough, the prosperity happens. And then in the middle of the famine, um, Joseph's brothers who put him in a pit and sold him to slavery actually will go up to where Joseph is and he knows who they are, but they don't recognize him. And sure enough, you know, they're asking for, for grain and for help. And, you know, he ends up being kind of crooked because uh, he wants to see his brother, uh, Benjamin, who wasn't there. And obviously Benjamin didn't go on this journey because from what everything I told you before, it was Benjamin and Joseph that were Rachel's kids. And uh, Jacob didn't want to lose his youngest on this journey. So, of course, you know, Benjamin wouldn't be there. But he ends up tricking them into bringing um bring Benjamin back. He ends up putting a couple of them in jail just to hold them as ransom until they see Benjamin. And like, he goes through this whole thing until he finally reveals himself. And he's like, you know, this is, you know, I'm Joseph and, um, you know, like I'm here. I want to help you guys and blah, 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 blah. So he forgave them. And, um, a few years later, um, Joseph's dad, Jacob, ends up passing away. And after he passed away, his brothers were like, oh, by the way, um, before dad passed away, um, he, you know, told us to that, that you can't do it, that you can't do anything for to us because of what we did to you, which didn't happen. You know, like those were not uh, Jacob's final words, but they were just trying to say that just to CYA, you know, because they didn't believe that Joseph had really forgiven them. So this is what Jacob responds with in Genesis chapter 50, verse 20. And he says, um, as for you, you meant evil against me, God, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result to preserve many people alive. So here's where I want to stop. First off, I want to make a correction because I said it was Genesis 39 through 46. It's actually Genesis 39 through 50. I apologize. But I want to just point out everything that Joseph went through. He showed up. And he didn't complain. He showed up and he didn't complain. You see, that's the hardest part is when you're going through something, it's showing up. And also not complaining kind of shows where your mind is in this whole thing. 
I don't have to remind you guys of everything that Nicole and I went through from, you know, uh, the middle of 2021 to, you know, towards the end of 2022. You know, losing family members, cancer diagnosis, uh, my wife getting her lip mauled by our dog, by our family dog, (laughs) you know, um, but not once. Actually, I can't lie. I lost it one time where I literally was driving to the ER uh, knowing that I was going to spend the night waiting for Nicole's uh, lip surgery to happen because I knew at that moment, like, my wife's going to have a long road to recovery, but I'm also going to have to put my dog down. And that dog, let me tell you, Loki was, oh, man, he he was like our kid because we don't have kids. But so he was like our kid. He brought so much joy everywhere he went and all that. So, yes, I, I did say, God, why is this happening? But after I did that, went back to it, and I was just there for Nicole, and I prayed. And I knew that God had a plan for everything, for everything that Nicole and I have been through, for everything that I've been through in my life with um, me being sexually abused at uh, from 11 to 12 years old, um, God had a plan for that. Do you know I've been able to share my story with not with not just with you, but a lot of men, men that have come forward and said, you know, I thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing your struggles because that I've gone through a similar story too. You see. That's the important thing is to show up. Don't complain. Yeah, you can tell yourself, dang, this sucks. This really sucks. But God has a plan. So let me remind you today. God has a plan. Yes, you can say this sucks, but God has a plan. You can, you can Acknowledge the situation that you're in, but don't sit in there. Make sure that you say, this really sucks, and I don't know how I'm going to get out of this, and I don't know what's going to happen, but God has a plan. Just show up. Don't complain. And ask help. Ask for help. When you need the help. But most importantly, remind yourself that God has a plan. All right, y'all, let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for every single one of these listeners. Thank you, Lord, for all that you do. Thank you that your plans and your purpose in our lives supersede any situation that we're going through right now. Thank you, Lord that your plans and your purpose are far more greater than we could ever ask or imagine, Lord. So, Lord, I pray for every single one of these listeners that you change their hearts. And with their hearts being changed, I pray that whatever circumstance they're going through, that that circumstance changes, Lord. Please allow them to view things as you see them. Allow them to view things with an eternal mindset as opposed to just a temporary mindset. 
because you are an eternal God. So we thank you, Lord, for everything. We ask that you forgive us for all the things that we've taken for granted, Lord. And Lord, whenever our minds are starting to go crazy and go all over the place, allow us to remember this sucks, but God has a plan. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, y'all, that's all I have for you for this week. Um, If you have any prayer requests, please feel free to text me at 888-394-0184. Again, that's 888-394-0184. If you like this podcast, please feel free to rate it, share it, and subscribe. Lastly, I wanted to um, say that on my last podcast, you know, I was kind of bragging about... um, yeah, I was not kind of, I was bragging about, um, how many listeners I had and like, you know, it's global and I'm going to be honest, like, it's not about that. You know, it's, it's about like, it's not about the amount of listeners that I get. It's about the amount of lives that are transformed through this. It's the, it's about the way God uses me to help you guys out. So whether I get 50,000 of you or five of you or even just like like I said earlier, June, that one text really, really confirmed that I'm doing what God wants me to do and that God definitely has a plan for all of us. All right, y'all. Thank you very much for listening. Love you all. God bless. Peace.